When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Wednesday Wonders on the Mutual Audio Network. Be amazed. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. So the worm sleeps in the chapel. Uh-huh. At least that's what Helen told me. Uh. You were told the chapel was flooded by... Who was that again? Cole. Cole Harriman is his name. He's a bugbear. Right. Bugbear. Am I familiar with bugbears? No, probably not. They're sort of big, covered with fur, crested hairstyle, fangs, claws, huge long arms. Kind of look like if you crossed a gorilla with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Really? I'm not entirely sure that's something I'd like to meet. Oh, they're nothing to worry about. They're just folks like everybody else. From where you're from. Yep. Well, I don't know if this puts your mind at ease at all, Sir Phillips, but I've been down that chapel before and I've never seen any evidence of a worm. Haven't you? No. I mean, there's a statue of St. Rita, there's a statue of the Virgin Mary, there's a great big crucifix at the front. It's actually quite relaxing and nice if you're into that sort of thing. Things can be quite deceptive, I've learned. What about me? Do you think I'm deceptive? Not sure. I barely know you, after all. Yeah, barely is right, considering you won't even turn around and look at me. Would it help? My situation, I mean. Well, sometimes it helps to see a friendly face. I'm not sure I consider you friendly just yet. Fair enough. You do seem to trust me, though. At least enough to tell me your story so far. I mean, hmm. why are you telling me this story? Out of curiosity. Because it does run the risk that people will think you're a bit, you know, nuts. I would have put that a little bit more delicately, but yeah, nuts will do. The way I see it, I've got nothing to lose by telling you all this. If you're right, and I'm crazy, then I'm just another file for your casebook. Someone to be medicated and looked after. If I'm telling the truth, however, then maybe you already know what's going on here, and maybe you'll let some information slip that I can use, or maybe you don't believe me at all, and I'm setting up new patterns for things to look for in your future. Who knows, you could become a valuable ally of mine. Hmm. What if I believe you, like you're telling the truth, and I'm not on your side? Then I just hope you have good medical coverage. Oh, the best. I do work in a hospital, you know. So you were going to continue with your story about how you wound up here? Right, yeah. Were you following it up till now? To the best of my ability. Good. Because this is where things get a little weird. Technical Difficulties presents The Account... The Tale of the Waking World, The Lightning for Hire, Part 6. You've been through a lot today. Are you sure you're going to be a rat on first watch? It's my turn, and I'm a big boy. I don't need to be coddled. I've been through worse than this. I'll be fine. Well, we won't argue there. You have been through worse, but we just want to make sure there's not too much on your mind. It's a little late in the relationship to start questioning my sanity now, isn't it? Oh, it's never too late for something like that. Cole? Hmm? 
Would you do us a favor and um, give us some time alone, please? Um, it's nothing to do with you, don't worry. We just have a little group dynamic thing going here. Well, I suppose I could turn in. Thanks, that'd be very helpful. Uh, just to warn you, it's only a tent, and I've got great ears. I'll probably be able to hear everything you're saying. Well, we don't mind you over here, and it's just that it'd probably be easier for us to say these things without thinking that we're imposing on our guest. Fair enough. I'll see you in the morning, then. Well, except for me. I'll be in in a minute to use you as a blanket. I'll be the one who's unconscious. Well, I'm so glad you sent the kids to bed. I'd hate to have them see their parents acting like this. You're not going to be alone on this first watch. Uh, last time I checked, I was still an adult, and this is my turn, and you both need your sleep so you can be fresh for your That's watch. That's not what she's talking about. Ah. You mean my uh, silent little friend here. You're going to use your laptop by yourself out here? That was the plan. I do have a lot of data to analyze to try and figure out what the hell's going on at that hospital. I mean, I promise I won't spend all night chatting on Bronyville, if that helps. Hanover, don't be an elusive cockbag now. You're very bad at it. Hang on. The point we're trying to make here is that you've been increasingly moody and distant ever since that thing in your laptop revealed itself to you back in Eastling. So we're concerned and we want to know what's going on, and don't make us beat it out of you. Well, there's not much to tell you, really. I mean, it's there, and it's in contact with me. Ostensibly, it's there to help me analyze any data we have about the angels, and then use its powers, if necessary, to draw them out. That's the rules it's supposed to play by, and as far as I know, it's sticking to them. But? But, it's clearly got its own agenda. And it's got a serious attitude problem. It keeps referring to me as a master, and I just know it's being sarcastic. And you just let it poke around inside your head? It's not poking around inside my head. I know that for a fact. Part of my training over the last six months was taking a psychic defense class, and it's not even trying to poke around inside my head. It just pops in once in a while and makes a comment. And frankly, it doesn't even do that very often. At least not until we showed up here. So it's more proactive now. What changed? Well, I get the impression there's more things going on to amuse it now. So what is it telling you about the situation we're in? Well, so far, nothing useful. Believe it or not, it does actually work within the parameters of an analysis program. It can't give me any information it doesn't already have, and the information it does give me is irritatingly vague at times. So what do we even know about this thing? Just what Rayburn tells me. And frankly, he's irritatingly vague sometimes, too. Well, we know it's connected to whatever's going on with all this Ave Nova stuff. Is it angelic in nature? Rayburn says no. He wouldn't let me have access to it if he thought that was the case. And you trust Rayburn on this? Well, it's my job. It's not like I have much of a choice in the matter. But for what it's worth, yes, I think he's being honest with me. And are you being honest with us? Yes. Then stop locking us out, you dumb fuck. Especially with me. This whole knight-squire relationship isn't going to work very well if you're not going to be open about things related to this mission. Uh, fair enough. And don't forget about the whole teacher-student thing we have going here. Yes, you're right. I'm sorry I have been blocking you out because... I, I don't know. I thought this problem was unique and you might not be able to understand it or something. <sighs> Look, Phillips, I'm going to say this to you both as your mentor and as your friend. You're an Earthman who was raised among non-humans on an alien world. You were knighted against your will. You have a goblin for a sidekick. You have superpowers, and you're a pawn in a battle between celestial entities. We haven't the faintest fucking idea what you're going through. Not a clue. Thanks, guys. That makes me feel so much better. That doesn't mean we can't help, though. You just have to ask. Unofficial motto of the Midlands. Never hurts to have a few friends. Okay, yes, you're right. I'm sorry I will be more open about what's going on at any given time. You're better. Well, let's get some sleep. I'm tired. And I got a big warm bugbear in my bed. Mm. Oh, and, uh, Hanover, one more thing. Yes? I just want you and your friend to understand, as your squire, I'm still your bodyguard, and if I think for one second that whatever's inside that laptop is trying to hurt you, I'm gonna put a blade right through it. Thanks. Welcome. Though I'm not sure that'll help. What do you mean? It's not really here. This computer and the operating system are just a conduit for it. It's out there somewhere in, in the cloud. Then I'll find it. Mm. See you in a few hours. Night. Cole, I'm coming in. Are you decent? Not particularly, no. The correct answer. <laughs>
Such loyal friends you have, Sir Phillips. Yep. As a matter of fact, that is them to a T. Thanks for noticing. So tell me, when the time comes, will you put them in mortal danger? Funny you should ask. If there's one thing I've learned over the past year, it's that I have the same relationship with my friends that they have with me. And when and if that time comes, I won't have any say in the matter. Now, what do you say we get down to business? I've left you open long enough if you had time to explore the area. I most certainly have. So what can you tell me about the hospital? I have learned much, but it is still inconclusive. I can only give you impressions. Well, that's a start at least. Why don't you give me your impressions then? It shall take time and concentration on your part. I'm willing. Go on. Though you cannot sense it, there is the echo of great power in this place. Power set in motion by others. And a child. A child in great pain and loneliness. They have made her this way. It was their plan. And in her desperation and her fear, she cried out for help. And she was answered by one who claimed that they could protect her. That's what I said, and I meant it. A most admirable and chivalric sentiment on your part, Sir Phillips. But it was not you who replied. Her cries brought forth something else. Something from outside. And her captors imprisoned it. This was their plan. This was what they hoped to gain. It's power. But something has gone wrong. And now it sleeps. Or rather, it waits. So whoever these people are, they have no control over it. Very little. And what power they do have, it grants them willingly. It is cooperating with them while it bides its time. To escape, you mean? Indeed. What else would it desire? You know, knowing its motivations is awfully specific for merely an impression. How can you be so sure about that last part? Because, Sir Phillips, I know the feeling all too well. I'll bear that in mind. So this thing they've trapped, it's angelic, is it? Of that, I am certain. Can you give me any specifics about it? Pain. Sorrow, anger, water, penitence, crucifix. That's not very specific. It is the best your humble servant can do, I'm afraid. There's that sarcasm again. If I need you to, can you draw it out into the open? Hello, can you? I can, but I am afraid that will not be necessary. Why not? Because it is coming. Wait, it's coming here? Yes. Now? Yes. Wait. Why didn't you warn me? Because it only happened just now. You are in danger, Sir Phillips. Yeah, you think? Nero! Turn me! Where are the tents? Where's the camp? Where are we? We are beside the marsh. The marsh by the hospital? That's like 20 minutes away from the camp by car. How the hell did we get here? Appears we have been moved. My apologies, Sir Phillips. 
I shall be of what assistance I can, but the rest is up to you. Please try to survive. Oh, you are the worst personal assistant ever! Oh, shit. <laughs> here is interfering with the progress of one of my patients. I'm afraid I cannot allow this. So you're the people who are keeping her here? It is for her own protection, I assure you. Her condition is quite delicate. However, if you wish to help her, perhaps you would see a way clear to cooperating with us. You have certain abilities, talents, that would be most useful to comprehend. Useful for what? To fulfill our purpose, Sir Phillips, as humans. To rise to greet our destiny and harness the lightning for hire. Really? Well, as it turns out, I have a destiny of my own. I'm afraid you might be standing in its way. I didn't think you would participate willingly. I shall have to summon the orderly. Yeah, I thought you might. <laughs> I advise you to come along, Sir Phillips. It is for your own protection. I'll protect myself if you don't mind. That will not work here, Sir Phillips. I am the administrator at this facility, and I make the rules. Bring him. So, then you woke up here? Yeah, pretty much as you see me now. Well, uh, that's, uh, oof, that's quite an adventure. Yeah, sorry about that. I could have embellished it more and made it more interesting, but I was feeling kind of lazy. Well, you know, restraint is a virtue. Oh, sorry, no offense. None taken. So, Dr. Aziz, what's your final diagnosis? Well... Again, as I said before, I'm really sort of here on an observational basis, you understand. I mean, technically you're not my patient, you're Dr. Kaspersax. Well, what does she think of me? Oh, well, I mean, that's really not important, is it? I mean, Humor me. 
I'm just staring at the wall right now. I need something to think about. Well, um, she believes that you're paranoid schizophrenic, um, delusional, and that you've developed an obsession with a young female patient within the hospital uh, due to a chance encounter while convalescing. Hmm. I mean, that's actually not untruthful. Quite plausible sounding, too. I've got to commend her. Yeah, well, terrible bedside manner, you understand, but pretty good at a job. And what do you think? Ah, uh, me. Well, um, I think that you're very reasonable and very, very lucid right now. And I think that if you're willing, you might be able to get the help that you need here. I do mean it. Um, this won't be easy, you understand. Mm. And as I said before, I'm not technically your doctor. You're not my patient. But if you want, I'll be here for you. Mm. I'll be in your corner. Mm. Maybe you'll be able to get through the other side of this. Mm. Well, you know, never hurts to have a few friends. No, no, it does not. And I think maybe if you're willing to cooperate, if you're willing to open your mind and open your eyes and look around, who knows? You might be surprised. You might even, I don't know, find a familiar face or two. <sighs> Malcolm. See? Told you, Phillips. One little step of faith can work wonders. You have been listening to The Account, A Tale of the Waking World, The Lightning for Hire, Part 6, written and performed by Kai and Chris Conroy as part of the Technical Difficulties podcast series. To contact me, techdiff at gmail.com. Comment on the show at techdiff.com. Follow me at Twitter at twitter.com slash techdiff and look for technical difficulties over at Facebook and Google+. To be continued next episode on The Account, A Tale of the Waking World. say he's a force. Not of nature, but of something more primal than that. He's the acid taste of vengeance you can't quite swallow down in a town that's besieged by fear, an unbreathed regret. Others say he was a man who wouldn't rest until all the pain in the world was fed back to those who mined it out of others. He's only known by one name, from county to county, in the hours past dawn, and in the haze-filled air, you'll see him walking towards you if you keep secrets. 
if you harm folks. He's the drifter, and he won't stop till sorrow's end. A weird western series from Jeffrey Billard starring The Drifter. From Audio Groovecats and the Amigo Collective. Coming 2023 only on Mutual with Episode 1, Before a Wind. <laughs>